Welcome to the For Your Thoughts podcast, where psychology, pop culture, and self meet. What it do, baby booze? It's your girl Penny Anassi back at it again with a new episode. This is going to be a solo episode because I'm really going to catch you guys up on where I've been and how 2022 was just, I don't even have a word for it. If I could describe it, I really don't even have a word for it because it wasn't high. It wasn't low. It was a great year, but also I feel like I learned so much as well, which we all should have this year. But yeah, happy 2023. I don't know about y'all, but I really feel like time is going by so, so fast. And this might be some conspiracy theory type stuff, like some Dr. CB type, I don't know, uh, type stuff. But I heard the earth is spinning faster. And I think that it has something to do with why time just feels like it's going by so much faster. It might just be me. I'm not sure. I've heard other people saying that. But yeah, because this just really makes no sense. Um, or it could be the fact that we spend so much of our real lifetime on our phones these days. And that things just don't really feel that real or the same to me anymore. I don't know what's going on. It's not I know it's it's not nothing just bad. Just like a conscious note in my head, like whatever we're on right now feels a little different. Like whatever the world is on right now just feels a little different. Um, and it always feels different because it's always changing, evolving, growing and things like that. Right. So, yeah, um, I definitely wanted to update you guys on where I was all 2022 and about the sparse, the sparsity, that's not a word, I guess the scarcity of episodes, where did I get sparsity from? Scarcity of episodes in 2022, like I said before, I was really working so much um, with my 9 to 5 and still consulting and your girl was tired. Your girl had nothing left in her, if I'm being 100% honest and real. But what I know is when it comes to this, like, it does not matter. It's like, if I'm tired, I still have to do it. If I'm not motivated, I still have to do it. So I am challenging myself to be super disciplined this year. And if you're my friend, call me out, like call my ass out on my BS because it's go time and I'm not playing with myself or my potential anymore. And honestly, my therapist basically told me, you know, if you look back on your year and write down the things that you did, you you like you weren't playing with yourself. Like I did so many amazing things uh, and, and a lot of firsts as well when it comes to like my brand and just like the things that I want to do. But for some reason, I felt like I failed because I failed the podcast, which is my number one favorite thing to do. So I'm getting back on that working like it, it was kind of like whenever I wasn't working, I just kind of wanted to hang out with my friends, do some self-care, do nothing, sit on TikTok or just watch YouTube videos, you know? and just chill. So um, I am no longer working with WebMD. So I was telling myself that I'm on a sabbatical because 
I might just be going to Ethiopia to continue my work with the UN. And also just since Ethiopia is so close to Kenya, I can like go back and forth and I have so much that I can be doing in Nairobi. And I really like what's on my 2023, just like my life goals list is of course to do more things um, in Kenya and just like more diaspora work and stuff like that. So, you know, that would be pretty lit and cool working for a couple of months out there and just getting a vibe for it and like meeting everyone in person. So that might happen very soon. And of course, I will bring you guys all along on the journey. But until then, I am on what I would like to call a sabbatical. And if you don't know what a sabbatical is, and it's really um, a fancy ass word for unemployed for being Tommy, you're like high key, but nah, um, as far as like a nine to five goes, that's what's tea when it comes to my life and my updates. And yeah, a sabbatical is a period of paid leave. That's not what it is because I'm not being paid. Okay, I went to go Google. I'm not being paid for my sabbatical. Um, but basically, it's just when you take time off and it's not like you, like, of course, you have income coming in from like other things but you take time off to really just focus on yourself and reevaluate realign your goals and just you know before you take your next step taking like a step back and like looking at everything and really taking your time so that's what I'm on right now honey like and I am enjoying it I definitely felt like after the holidays and when everyone was like getting up and going back to work it felt so weird to me because I have to create my own new routine now and I got a little anxious when it came to that and my therapist also let, let me know and and I noticed this myself that although I might not be quote unquote working, you know, a 9 to 5, I am working on my brand and also one big thing I'm working on is a better relationship with my parents and just being there for them more and I wrote that down on my 2022 New Year's resolutions list so to be able to actually do that I've been in Houston for damn near a month now and it's like you know life is like holistic and it's like full and work is only one part of our life but for some reason it's so easy to define yourself by your work because it doesn't come with all the trauma and complications well some work comes with a hell of trauma but you know doesn't come with all the extraness that you know relationships and friendships and you know family stuff go um, comes with so it's easy to just be like work 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 career but your life's work should be much more than that like how are you helping your people like and not even financially but just in you know for their health um help, helping my dad make his chiropractor appointment because he doesn't didn't believe in doing that um teaching my mom how to do her makeup making sure that their house is organized and like putting them on to all the new like organizational skills and tactics and things like that. And, you know, just like different things that are very valuable and tangible, but have nothing to do with my career or working. And that's what I'm like truly focused on and what I'm doing right now. And yeah, um, that is my quick update. We're going to get into these pen palettes. All right, 
it's pen pal letter time. Um, if you don't know what a pen pal letter is, since it's been a while, you guys asked me for my unsolicited advice. And like I always say, I don't know shit, but I can really help you from just my own experiences and what I've gone through and through my research in psychology. So this letter says, Dear Penny, I am in my freshman year of college and I really, really, really like this guy. The problem is, I don't know if he likes me as much as I like him and I just want to know what I should do. We don't go to the same school, but we see each, we see each other a lot because we're both not too far from home. So I'm wondering if it's the distance that's making him distant or if he doesn't really like me and I should just continue on about my business. Signed, I won't say your name, but okay, girl. Um, first of all, I want to say if you're in your freshman year of college, you should not really be focused on like a serious relationship I mean I wouldn't say to stay away from one at all if that's what nat happens naturally but I will say that if it's your first year to just you know focus on yourself very cliche but also just see what see what's out there and date around and see what you like like don't get like locked into just this you know guy that you I'm assuming met like in high school or whatever I mean he could be the love of your life y'all could be getting married all those things but also take your time like take your time to get to know him and get to know other people first and foremost that's like my initial advice but if you really like him and you're like you want to see what's up I am I know that dating is so weird right now because it's weird for all of us and I don't even want to know what it's like for the younger generation with everything going on it's like the men aren't begging for our love anymore they're not calling you they're just texting barely and sending hard eyes on your stories and like the jig is up I feel like the girlies are catching on and kind of are like we're not like we're not doing the bare minimum thing anymore I'm not even sure where that came from but that ain't it so I personally refuse to do that it especially in 2023 I know that I am just a really nice person to anybody so just imagine how nice I am and how nice I want to be to someone that I'm love or like just imagine it's just uh, it's it annoys me so I would say that if he is not showing you a lot of like serious interest do your thing do your thing, 21. Do your thing. Like, no. Um, I'm really starting to believe. I, I feel like everyone's so different. But your man needs to love you and like you a lot. So if someone loves you and likes you a lot, they are going to come for you. They're not going to let life pass them by unless of course they're not ready to be in a relationship for other reasons which that's a whole nother story I truly believe that men wait until they are actually ready to be in a relationship which is very much so valid and then if the girl is still available they will pursue but if he's not pursuing you I wouldn't even I would pay a little bit of dust honestly and like I said, hang out, have fun, but don't take anyone serious who's not taking you serious. I feel like 
when I was dating around your age, I had a solid boyfriend who cherished me, valued me beyond literally anything. So I had a different experience. But as I started to date post um, my first and second, I guess, quote unquote, serious relationship, I know that I and you know, the second relationship always is the one that mess that messes with you and kind of like, makes you kind of forget your worth a little bit. But at your age, I'm hoping that you know your worth. I'm hoping you're not tainted by these niggas. I'm hoping that you know, like, you are beautiful and that the world is yours and that, like, go chase a beautiful life. Like, don't chase him. And I wish someone, I I feel like I've been told that before, but it's so hard to do. It's so hard to do. It's not, we're all like, you know, it's just is what it is. But yeah, um, that is my advice for you. And there's a really good book called The Rules that I've been hearing about. Um, Get that book. I'm not going to say anything else. Just get that book. So yeah, focus on you. I'm sure there's some cuties on campus that are really close to you. And don't even go after them. Let them come for you because they will because you're baddie. I already know. So that's my advice on that. Thank you for writing in. Please DM me at Penny Peace. Email me Penny period at gmail.com. And I will answer your questions in the best way possible. All right, our next segment is change. And for whoever's new here, change is where I highlight someone or an initiative or something that is making the world a better place, changing the world for the better. And this is funny because, or just not the typical, I'm giving change to my older brother, Atunga James Anassi, known as James Anassi. I am giving him change because... He literally is one of the best humans I've ever known. I'm so proud of him. He's off to New Mexico doing his NASA engineering thing at who I don't even know what the title is. Like I wouldn't even be able to explain to you guys, but I'm so proud of him and I'm giving him change because so we had a going away. We we had a Christmas party and it was also a surprise going away party for my brother and we, we put that together, all of his friends, all of our family were there, and we kind of all were going around in a circle, like just giving him his flowers. And everyone really talked about how much Atunga James, whatever you, I call him Atunga um, or Tungi, has like poured into them, and just how appreciative they are of like how much he's truly changed your life. And when I say my brother is like the most humble person in the world. He doesn't drink like he doesn't barely raise his voice. He is like our voice of reason in the house. He basically runs the household, honestly and truly. And he's so helpful to all of our cousins and extended family. And he's just a really stand up man. And I could even tear up right now. Why am I like, why am I like this? Why do I cry like this? But he's so amazing. I know you're listening to me. So you get change of the week. You're going to change the world. You've already changed our lives and we're changing the world. So you have already done your job like you did it. And I can't wait to be here along the ride. And I'm just continuing to learn from you just how to step out of my own life and be helpful to someone else's, you know. So, yeah, 
change of the week goes to Tungi. Love you so much. See you in New Mexico. I better be taken to the White Sands the next time I go there or else. I'm going to throw a whole fit. But all right, we're going to get into our next segment, which will be my two cents. And y'all, can y'all believe I'm literally recording in the car because it's a lot going on in my house and I am disciplining myself with this and I miss potting. I really miss this so much. And one thing, actually, my two cents is about to be on potting. I had I had something else, but I'm bringing it back to potting and also my feelings about, you know, people on TikTok, like self-diagnosing themselves. But let's just start from the beginning. There's so many podcasts out. And if I'm being honest, when I started to see all these podcasts coming out and kind of like blowing up on TikTok and all this type of stuff, it made me feel a bit like, insecure that it was so many people like in the space now and also insecure of the fact that like oh like it's another person with a podcast like I have never wanted to be like a part of what the masses is up to I'm so anti with that type of stuff but I podcasting is like my favorite thing in the world and I can't let other people I should be happy that more people are doing podcasts you know it's like making the market bigger so but at first it kind of was like damn like what the hell? Like, why do these idiots have mics? Because there are so many idiots with mics and just that are spewing misogyny and just spewing like a bunch of negative stuff and just talking about $20 dates and a bunch of BS that is just kind of regurgitated Twitter lingo. So it kind of turned me off a little bit and like made me back up from it and like just kind of made me feel away honestly. So that's one thing. And um, another thing is when it comes to mental health and psychology, how much like people are talking about different things on TikTok and like how people are like, like self-diagnosing themselves with what, whether it's ADHD, whether it's OCD, um, even the talk about attachment styles. I'm actually happy that the word is getting out there, but it made me nervous. Like it made me feel inadequate. Like what if the way that I'm explaining it to you guys isn't that way? Like what if I'm not going to be like the person I want to be or thought to be? And then I had to reel it back because I kind of was journaling and I was like, when I set out this journey, all I said I wanted to do was be a writer for psychology today and write about like pop culture and psychology like the gap the like bridging the gap between the two like that was the legit like my my ultimate ultimate goal and I preceded that dream and I should be proud of myself and I shouldn't feel inadequate or in anything like that I just should I should just keep going like and keep doing what I love to do so that kind of was some of my thought processes my thought process that y'all I have a retainer into <sighs> y'all love me though so it's okay my thought process this year and then along with not being able to work so much on my passions because I was just you know getting to the bag or whatever and that's another thing I that I have like my two cents on is 
like, of course, we need to all get to the bag, but like, you really aren't going to be fulfilled unless you're living a full life. Like, I feel like I was just working and not even working on what I love, but just working and I could feel the difference in my entire being. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm in a really comfortable space right now. I am very excited for the future. I'm excited to work. I'm excited to learn. And that's my two cents on those two things. Oh, I wanted to also give my two cents on the passing of Twitch. I don't know about you guys, but I research things like crazy and rest in peace to Twitch. He did pass from suicide and they are saying that it was about depression, which it could definitely possibly be about that. But I also know that Twitch was really a part of the cryptocurrency field as well. But I don't know like exactly what company the crypto was but whatever it was uh they lost all their money basically and supposedly he had his life savings into this crypto thing and it was supposed to blow and he lost it or something like that and I went on his Twitter and kind of just was searching his Twitter is like super NFT based I'm not sure if y'all be on the internet and like know like the people that are literally obsessed with it and they kind of are like almost like like their whole lives are being taken over by this whole NFT crypto thing. And he was like a part of that world. And so I'm not saying that he did not pass away from depression or actually it doesn't even matter. But I do know that how the media will like to spin, like to spin things when it comes to, to their benefit. Because there were a lot of big names who were also a part of whatever this cryptocurrency like downfall was. And um, I just want to put that out there that, yes, we never know what someone's going through, but also there's other reasons why people decide to commit suicide for financial reasons. Like money is so important, especially right now in the recession and losing your money can make you depressed or not having money can make you depressed. So it is it is very important. But there's also so that's why I just want to put that out there. If you're feeling down because you're broke or because you don't, you know, have your funds together, like that could just be the reason why there's just so many layers to why someone could be depressed, and like take their own life. So that was my last part of my two cents. I did not prepare to say that. I didn't prepare anything because I just walked in my in my car and just was like, let's do this, girl. Let's do the pot. So, yeah, so that is my two cents and I'm going to move on to gold so really quickly for gold i want to talk about the best man franchise so y'all i haven't watched a lot of films and tv shows i'm not sure like watching tv as a kid would make me so anxious like or, or watching long movies we just make me anxious for some reason. Don't ask why. It was a weird like thing about me. And so I didn't see like a lot of things. So I recently was able to watch The Best Man, both of them. And I fell in love with the whole idea of like this big group of friends who have gone through so much together, who believe in love, who believe in marriage, um, 
who believe in each other and like fight for each other and are just really loyal to each other as a friend group no matter the circumstance or what's going on I just fell in love with that whole idea and I really enjoyed the best man series that was on Peacock I think that it really showed light on how you know our friendships are as like adults and like something to even look forward to as an adult with friends you know like having our kids like be friends together getting super high and like and like drunk and having a blast like as like a mom just like because I have a weekend off and I'm you know just like just all the cute fun things that were happening in that show made me so happy and also just the whole storyline and the plot of it all the way that they the way that they told the story about Morris Chestnut's son I can't remember his actual name right now and it was so hilarious when Terrence Howard was like, um, they said he's non-bindering, like non-bindering is crazy, but just the way that they, the way that they told different, you know, modern stories and put that into these characters that we've grown to love and appreciate and also showcasing just how love works and how you just never know how things are truly going to turn out. You just have to like live your life and keep it pushing. But yeah, I want a better analysis on this show. But the Best Man series gets gold for this episode. I loved it. And if y'all want to talk about villains, we already knew that Harper was a villain. We knew that already. And I don't even think he was necessarily a villain. He was just a writer who was super intrigued with his friends and but he no he was a villain for having sex with with Morris Chestnut's girlfriend like that that's villain behavior but as far as him writing the stories and creating like you know his books on his friends I think that was okay personally but maybe I am Harper am I the Harper oh shit I might be the Harper because I definitely analyze the hell out of my friends and I never saw Robin becoming the villain, and I don't think she's the villain, honestly. Robin has been putting up with Harper's BS since the beginning of time, ride or dying it out since the beginning of time. She got proposed to at somebody else's wedding that almost didn't happen because her man had sex with the bride. Just ride or dying for her man. And while he works tirelessly to achieve his dreams and is just doing whatever he wants, bringing her, bringing Robin around Jordan, knowing damn well they had a thing. Come on. Like, Robin was right or dying. I don't think she's a villain. She finally got the balls to be her own person and went to go find her own true happiness. The villain might be Jordan. Because my friend Amara said this perfect. Like, why are you throwing Cat at Harper at any chance you, you can get? And being flirty and then also being in Robin's face like that. I think that Jordan is the true villain. Jordan and Harper. Why didn't y'all just be together? Why didn't y'all just figure that out instead of, like, flirting for 50 fucking years? Like, I can't... Oh, y'all already know how I feel about the whole fake best friend thing so 
Yeah, maybe that's why I'm triggered. But Jordan, Jordan and Harper villains freaking love Shelby and Terrence Howard's character. I loved how that turned out. I loved their love for each other. They were obsessed with each other. Like, if you're not obsessed with me, get the hell out my face. And not even like, like, we should just be in literal love and really just really want each other. So I loved their story. I loved how fun they were. I loved how much they took care of each other when it came to like family things. And they were just my favorite. And Terrence Howard is a national treasure. I'm obsessed. Supposedly, I think that was that his last time acting, they said. Yeah, his last time acting. And I really love the end. So the end was my favorite part. This is a part that made me be like, oh, this is gold. I was boohoo crying. But when Harper was depressed in his house and then all the friends came in and they didn't even say nothing to him. They just brought food, brought drinks, brought games, did their thing and was like, shit, we here if you need us. You know what I mean? Like that's brotherhood, that's sisterhood, that's friendship, that is just so dope to me and just like I'm getting chills just even thinking about just like good ass friends and good people in your life so and it was just a a great way to just show black men yeah I love that part and they started just playing their poker and, and it was so crazy because how the like movies the first movie started is how it ended with them just chopping it up playing their card games or whatever or and then um or playing dominoes I think drinking eating and being there for each other and what I was thinking was a true love story in this whole franchise and series and sto- and storyline was their friendship their friendships were the true story and it made me just want to invest more into my friends in tw- 2023 I'm always so I'm always there for my friends, don't get me wrong, but I feel like I'm always trying to make sure that I'm good and I'm healthy or I'm doing what, doing what I'm supposed to be doing when it comes to my work, that I don't truly invest like a lot of time into my friendships and I want to do that even more. Last year, that was a goal and I did so much better at that and this year, I want to even be 10 times better because... Your friends are the loves, the loves of your life. They are. They are the people who love you unconditionally for the most part and that are loyal to you and that have been there for you throughout everything. So I want to make sure that I continue to have great friends and keep great friends. So yeah, the Best Man series gets gold. And we're going to move on to our next topic, which will be peace of mind and also our last topic yeah I did that come on now okay so for peace of mind I wanted to share with you guys a new strategy for resolution so we're always writing down what we didn't do last year or what we want to do this year these huge goals that sometimes seem unattainable but before we do that, I want everyone to write down, I did this as well, all the things that I achieved last year, all the things that I'm grateful that happened, grateful for that happened last year. Write all those down on one side first. And so you can go into when you're making your your 
2023 resolutions, you realize how much you really did do in 2022 and how much you really were that girl or that nigga in 2022. And you go in with like abundance and gratefulness and thanking God for what happened. And like that also serves as motivation for how 2023 is going to be. So when you're making your list of things, I encourage you to do that. I should have shared what mine were, but my journal is in the house. I'll share with you guys on the next episode, but I can tell you that I was more so writing like what I need, like what I need emotionally, spiritually, physically in the next year and less about like different goals. I have those two, but one thing I like really noticed that I need for this year is like support. I don't ask people for help. I don't, I do everything myself for the most part, but like when, and when I say support, I mean support security and safety so that I'm able to be my best self and reach my fullest potential in my with my mission and and what I'm trying to do with this life and I just also want to be around people who hold me accountable for that and I want to hold other people accountable for what they want in this life and I just want to have that safe and safe and secure space when it comes to discipline and getting down to business because this is like I ain't playing, like, this is the year of me not playing with myself at all. So people around me who are that way, and even if I'm thinking about, like, relationship-wise, like, that's what I would love is, like, we grind hard together, but we play hard together. Like, we play for real, but we really, when it's time to lock in, we lock in. And we're there for each other during that lock-in process, you know? Like, it it, it gets lonely when you are focusing on your craft or yourself it really gets kind of lonely and I think that's the beauty of like relationships and friendships is doing that together a car is passing by wow I didn't want to travel with my mic so yeah we're doing it the old school way so yeah I really just want to be safe and secure in my love safe in my love for everything and and in my relationships like a true safety, a true support, like a true feeling truly valued and cherished and seen and taken care of. That's what I really need. And I need that to be able to go out in the world and be who I am and who God has called me to be. So that's one thing I will share when it comes to my 2023 resolutions. I would love to hear about y'all's DM me. Let me know. We can be accountability partners. Like I'm down for that. Um, so that's what's bringing me peace of mind is just sticking to that. And like if if something isn't giving me what I need, it it has to go. It just does. So yeah, guys, another thing that's bringing me peace of mind is I am doing the 21 day fast with Transformation Church. I decided to give up social media and so social media and drinking. So no alcohol and no social media until the 20, not the 21st, because we started on Monday. So just 21 days from Monday, whatever that is. And 
yeah, it hasn't been bad at all. I actually feel great. I feel peaceful. I'm chilling. I haven't really done much. I've just been in my cocoon with my parents and um, working a lot. So I'm feeling good, honestly. And the reason why I wanted to do this, I, I, I love to fast. Like I started to get into it like late last year or I think last year period. Yeah. But it really just helps me like focus and hone in and be able to truly hear what God has for me and what I need to be doing during this time. It just really allows me to be more disciplined in all areas of my life and just kind of like push out all of the clutter and like really be centered, grounded and clear in the direction that I'm moving. And because I'm on my quote unquote sabbatical, honey aka unemployed um I know that my next move should be my best move and I want to be clear in that and not just career-wise but with everything in my life so that's what we're doing for the next um 21 days I'm excited I feel good I I'm super refreshed from being with my family and I'm ready to rock out 2023. Bring on the highs, bring on the lows, bring on the mediums. We're here for it all. And I noticed notice as well, like this is my last thing and then I'm done. But like we're sometimes like very high, like we're super high, very happy or we're super low And we're like, hold on, like whenever and whenever we're super low, we think we'll never be high again. Whenever we're super high, we think, oh, shit, like I'm over. I'm healed. Like I'm and then boom, we drop super low. And I think that's what I learned in 2022, because I was like, why am I feeling a little down? Like I haven't felt this way in a while. I was kind of scared. But it's like that's life, the highs and the lows and even like the mediums and be being grateful and knowing that neither of those last forever is very safe to do emotionally and just knowing that God has your back and all that's happening is for you and there's a reason behind everything and you will be happy again but you'll also be sad again but know when you're sad you'll be happy again like that's what's been giving me peace of mind and also when you just feel flat I've mentioned on my YouTube oh shit I've been YouTubing. Literally, your girl has been dropping vlogs and stuff. Go on my YouTube. Check that out. Check that out. Subscribe, like, watch. It's a thing over there. And we need to get the subscribers and followers up because it's not that many. So we need to do that. But yeah. So um, yeah, that is giving me peace of mind and being okay with being just like in that happy medium or just that flat medium of just like, I'm not sad. I'm not happy. I'm just kind of here. It's like, shit, me too, nigga. Like we just kind of here. So yeah, y'all, this was a solo episode, a quickie, a happy new year's episode. Oh, probably real ratchet ghetto, dusty, crusty episode, but who cares? Like I'm done trying to make everything perfect. I just want to create. I just want to be me. I just want to put things out there and do what I need to do. So who's with me? 
Yeah. Okay. Love y'all so much. I will see y'all next week. And if y'all don't see me, fire me up in the DMs. All right. You are listening to the For Your Thoughts podcast where psychology, pop culture, and self meet. Until next time.